So I'm at that spot that I know a lot of people are at or have been at, which is trying to decide career path and stressing greatly about it. So I would like to just uh, talk through it, my personal one, and um, hopefully come to some answers. So some background. Um, I've went to college, graduated, uh, worked warehouse jobs, worked at a financial firm, which is sales. Uh, didn't really like it. I wasn't uh, excited about things I was selling and I didn't respect the morals of the people around me, so I left. Uh, I also tried wholesaling and it didn't work out. But I'm debating if I want to... Well, I know I want to do wholesaling again, but I, I have some uh, dilemmas with it that I have to think about. So first, just an explanation of what wholesaling is. It's going out, um, finding a real estate deal that's very profitable. Um, so say a house is worth $100,000, I'll go out and I'll find a house that I can buy for $50,000. And then I will, because I don't have $50,000 right now, I will sell that deal to somebody who has more money than me and is experienced in real estate for say $70,000. Um, they're happy because they're getting a $100,000 house for 70 grand. And I'm happy because I am getting $70,000 for a house that I can get for 50. Now, the way that you get the $100,000 house for 50 in the first place is by finding people who are willing to sell it to you for that price. And the only people who are willing to sell it to you for that price are people who either need to sell it to you for that price for any number of reasons, whether they are foreclosing or they're delayed on their taxes, taxes um, or they're just in a bad spot. Or it could just be somebody who doesn't really care about the house. Uh, that could be because they maybe inherited it from a, an aunt they never talked to and the properties in a state hundreds of miles away from them and they don't want to fix it or take care of it or go through all that work so it's it's easier just for them to sell it and because they don't care they're willing to take a, a compromise on the price so that's what wholesaling is another reason could be if uh, maybe they bought a house as an investment and uh, with plans to fix it up but other things came up, life happened and they couldn't fix it up or they realized it had more issues than they initially intended and they don't have enough money to fix it up or it's just more stressful than they thought it would be to fix it up. So they decide they don't want to fix it up anymore. And now they have a property that they don't have the uh, will or ability to fix and they want to get rid of it. So that's a house that needs work, needs love. Um, so that's where the discount price comes from. Also, their motivation that they don't want to have it anymore because they're paying taxes on that house that they're doing nothing with. So they want to get rid of it. So that's another way that you can uh, find people like that. And that's another way you can uh, get discounted properties. Um, and also, you might be wondering, how are you, in the example, $100,000 house you buy for 50 and sell for 70 You said you don't have 50 so how are you buying for 50 
you sign the contract for 50 and then before the contract closes i find the seller for 70. Um, so at the closing table where i would be buying it they're actually buying it for 70 from that person and then they're just giving me 20 on the side so it works out to it's like a fee at the closing table um, it's like I'm I'm bringing that contract to the other real estate investor. Um, so it's not like I buy it and then they buy it from me. It's the real estate buyer just buys it directly from the original homeowner. So there's only one closing instead of two. And then in that contract, I just get cut out whatever amount that is. In my example, it would be 20 grand. Um, so, yeah. Now, I've tried doing this before, and I didn't succeed at it. I, the closest I got, I had one deal. It went all the way to closing day, and then the homeowner couldn't file all the paperwork he needed to file in time uh, before the bank foreclosed on him, so he got foreclosed on, and he didn't get to sell it. Um, so that's the closest I got. It was to closing day, but didn't actually close. I never actually closed a successful deal. Uh, the biggest issue that I was having was making cold calls to people who could potentially want to sell me their houses. I would get a list of 100, 200, whatever people it was, and I would just call one by one. Hey, are you willing to sell your house? Are you willing to receive an offer on this? Blah, blah, blah. And that was the most difficult part for me, was just making those phone calls. And the reason was that... The reason it was difficult for me to make the phone calls was because I wasn't 100% convinced uh, whether or not I'm doing something wrong here. Because I know some people look at this as wrong. They look at it as taking advantage of people at the lowest point in their life. And they look at it as manipulating people into, like, tricking people into selling me their houses for less than the house is actually worth. I know people look at it that way, and I wasn't 100% convinced that I wasn't doing those things. So in the back of my mind, the question was still there, am I doing that? Am I taking advantage of people? Am I manipulating people? Am I tricking people? And I can't move forward fluidly if I don't have those questions answered. So if I'm gonna try this business again, and I'm gonna succeed, Something is going to have to be different from last time. And the thing that needs to be different is I need to be 100% sure that I'm not doing something wrong. Because if I'm doing something wrong, I can't do this business. Um, so I need to answer those questions before I try again. Those questions can't be up in the air. And if the answer is, yes, I think I'm doing something wrong, then I can't do this business. If the answer is, no, I don't think I'm doing something wrong, then I need to move forward without hesitation. Because right now I have hesitation, and I'm pretty sure this is why. So this is something that I want to address right now. Um, and I, I need to come out, I need to come out with an answer to that question. Do I think that I'm doing something wrong by wholesaling? I think the way that I'm going to get to the bottom of it is I'm going to do a back and forth conversation with just me and then I'm going to have the other part of the conversation be held by the devil's advocate just saying everything just giving every reason why I could be a scumbag pretty much 
and um, we'll see who we'll see how that conversation goes. So, devil's advocate, you're a scumbag for wholesaling people's houses. You take advantage of them when they are weak and in need of most help and most down, probably in their entire lives. And you show up and you take their house from them for a fraction of, its, of what it's worth. You, you kick them when you're down, essentially. Me. Um, so let's talk about it. Am I doing something wrong? That's the question that we're answering. That was advocate. Yeah. Yeah. Are you doing something wrong? The answer is yes. Me. Well, what? Here's why I don't think I'm doing something wrong. In order for me to feel like I'm an asshole, I have to go into their life. And then when I leave their life, their life has to be worse than when I entered it. That's how I define scumbag. If I show up in somebody's life and they're at a, 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 a 8 out of 10 and I leave their life and they're at a 5 out of 10 and I did that, especially if I did that intentionally, I'm a scumbag. Right? Devil's advocate. Yes. Me. That's why I don't think I'm a scumbag for wholesaling. Because if I do my job right, their life will be better after I leave it. So say they're living their life and they're at a, a 10 out of 10. And then they get that letter from the bank says we're foreclosing on your house. And they drop to uh, a 3 out of 10. Now, I show up. Right? They're at a 3 out of 10. I enter their life at a 3 out of 10. And I say... The bank's going to take your house. Um, or you could sell it to me. And I'll give you enough money to pay the bank off and have some money in your pocket. So option A, you don't sell your house. Your bank is going to take it and you're going to go bankrupt. And you'll have no money in your pocket. Option B, you sell your house. You don't go bankrupt. And you'll have money in your pocket. They agree. They sell it. They don't have bankruptcy on their on their record. They lose their house, which they were going to lose anyway. But this time they're dying on their own sword instead of the banks. And they have extra money in their pocket. Their life is now at a 4 out of 10. I enter at a 3 out of 10. I leave and they're at a 4 out of 10. That's why I don't think I'm a scumbag. Devil's advocate. You are taking their house from them for less than their house is worth. They have a $100,000 house and you're making them sell it for 50. Me, I'm not making them do anything. Devil's advocate. The house is worth 100 and you are slyly talking to them in a way that convinces them that they should sell it to you for 50 me they don't have to sell it to me for 50 devil's advocate it's worth a hundred 
me. It's worth what they can get for it. The house isn't worth a hundred if they can't get a hundred. The house is worth a hundred according to Zillow or or Redfin or realestateagent.com. But it's not really worth that if nobody's gonna give it to you. Can't find a real estate agent on earth who's gonna sell that house for a hundred in the time frame that they needed to. They're on a they're on a time frame because the t- the clock is ticking until the bank takes it. They might have two weeks, maybe a month. Real estate agents take longer than that to sell a house, and on top of it, real estate agents are gonna know if you're foreclosing, and they're not gonna sell to their client. A house for a hundred thousand dollars that they know that they can get for cheaper. Nobody on earth is giving them a hundred thousand dollars for that house. Therefore, that house is not worth a hundred thousand dollars. If you had a coin, a rare coin, say you owned a rare coin and that rare coin had one collector on earth, two collectors on earth, you and this other random guy from Kansas. And this other random guy from Kansas had every other coin in the collection except the one that you own. And he's willing to sell, he's willing to buy that coin from you for $5 million. Okay? You're the only two people on earth who collect the coin. He wants to give you $5 million for that coin to complete his collection. Tragically and sadly, that man dies. Now you're the only collector on earth. Does that coin that you own, is that worth $5 million? No, it's not. The reason is nobody's willing to pay you $5 million for it. That coin is now worth whatever material it's made out of. And no more. Because nobody else cares about it. It doesn't have value. So things are worth what you can get for them. As soon as the bank starts foreclosing on them, not me, not other investors, not real estate agents, not independent buyers are going to be willing to sell or buy that house for a hundred grand. Therefore, that house is not worth a hundred grand. Devil's advocate. Okay, but you're still buying it for less than it's worth. Me, not necessarily. I can find out how much it's actually worth. Um, I can do calculations. How much do you owe? Uh, how m- I just find out how much they can get for it. What, like genuinely be interested in what is the best price that these people can get for it. Like genuinely answer that question. If the answer is 60, then you can buy it for 60. Or you can still buy it for 50 um, and, and you can make your own profit. That's what I have to do. That's how I make a living. Devil's advocate, that's fucked up. Me. I don't think that's fucked up. Uh, I don't think that's any more fucked up than Best Buy upselling you on a, a laptop that they bought for $500 cheaper than they're selling it to you for. I mean, that's... That's just what it is. You make a small margin of profit over and over and over, and that's what a business is. You're not 
and I don't think that it's fucked up to make a profit. I don't think, as long as I'm not taking advantage of people, like really going out of my way to fuck them, then I don't think I'm doing anything wrong. If I answer the question honestly, they can genuinely get 60 grand for this. And I'm doing them the convenient service of being the guy that they're, they, they have to, they want to sell it. I'm not making anybody, I'm not putting a gun to their head and making them sell it. They want to sell it, they need to sell it. So I'm doing them the convenience of being that person that they need to sell it to. And I'm doing it honestly by genuinely answering the question, how much do you need uh, to sell it for? When we discovered the answer is 60. Treating them with respect, being there for them, listening to them, caring about them. And then I'm charging 10 grand extra to make my money, 50. Devil's advocate. It just seems fucked up, man. It just feels fucked. And you're being misleading when you when you have them sign the contract with you and the whole time you're planning on not really buying the house. You're planning on having somebody else buy the house. Me. Well, I plan on making it very, very clear that I'm working with a team of real estate investors who will be buying the house. Um, yeah, I, I plan on and it, multiple times saying it, me and the other investors I work with will be buying your house. This is what we're looking for. I'm not pretending that it's me. I'm, I'm clearly stating that it's several people involved in the purchase of your home, which it is. Devil's advocate. I don't know, man. Uh, it's fucked you're misleading them me how am I misleading them devil's advocate you are leading them to believe that you are the one buying the house and you are in fact not the one buying the house that is the definition of misleading me I am not going to say that I'm the one buying the house. I will make it very clear that I'm working with other people in order to buy the house. And that is true. Therefore, that is not misleading. Is that fair? Devil's advocate. I guess, I mean, as long as you make it, as long as that's crystal clear, I guess that is not misleading. Um... And as long as you're honest in your in your pricing, the thing is you have the power to be dishonest. And generally speaking, having observed human behavior enough, if, if you give somebody the power to do something that is in their best interest, in other words, make more money than you could have made, they will take that opportunity. Me. devil's advocate you are going to have the opportunity to tell them because you're going to be more knowledgeable to them they're going they're going excuse me they're going to they're going to 
see that you know what you're talking about and they're going to yield to your expertise. So if you do all your research and you point at all the shiny things and you explain to them the house is worth 60, I'm asking 50 for my reasons, which is honest as as we talked about, you know, you're making your little profit margin. Um you have the power to look them in the eyes and say your house is worth 50. I'm asking 45, 40. Your house is worth 50, I'm asking 40. When you know their house is worth 60 and you know that they will believe you. You know that all you have to do is change a word in your sentence and you make $10,000 more. You have the power to do that. And you know you have the power to do that. Me. It's not fucked up to be more powerful than somebody, first of all. That doesn't make me an asshole. What would make me an asshole is using that power to my advantage at their detriment. So I have to just be honest and not take advantage of people, not use that power for harm. Be honest. Devil's advocate. You really think you're going to do that? You really think that if you're looking them in the eyes and you know you can make $10,000 more just by saying one little different number, you're not going to do it. Really. Me. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be... I would be lying to you if I didn't say uh, I thought about it. If it. If it didn't cross my brain. Here's the thing, though. The very fact that I'm having this conversation means that it would drive me crazy the whole point of this conversation is for me to sleep at night if I find out at the end of this conversation that I can't sleep at night I can't do this business the, the whole reason I'm here right now is to sleep sound at night and I don't think I'm going to be able to do that if if I take advantage of people if I pick that low-hanging fruit. I just can't do it. I. The $10,000 is not worth tight shoulders, tight neck, tight back, sleepless nights. It's just not worth it. <sighs> Devil's advocate, you're full of shit. You're full of shit. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. You're full of shit. Me. I can't do it. I can't. I mean, it's, it's, it'll kill me. You'll be there, you know. You're, you are going to continue to exist. And I'm going to fucking hear you chirp for the rest of my life if I do it. And I know that. Devil's advocate, you're going to fucking do it anyway, you scumbag. Me. No. No, 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 no. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's not worth it. Devil's advocate. No shit, it's not worth it, but you're a scumbag and you're going to do it. You're a lowlife. You're going to tell them that their house is worth less than it's actually worth so you can make a bigger profit. Me. No. 
And I know from listening, so all this information about wholesaling that I know, I know from listening and learning to from successful people who have done it. And the more I listen to them, the more I can tell that they don't do that. Some of them do it. Some of them do it. The lower level guys do it. The higher level guys don't do it. Because at scale, it it's it's not a good idea. Um, but the guys that I respect the most don't do it. The best guys don't do it. So I know that it's possible not to do it. I know that it is probably in my best interest not to do it. From referral word of mouth of a genuine guy who doesn't fuck you. People know when you're fucking them. You know, nine times out of ten, they can just feel it. They, they get a sense. They can see it in your eyes. They can hear it in your voice. They know when they're getting fucked. And they know when they're not getting fucked. So if I don't fuck them, it's in my best interest. Devil's advocate. Yeah, but that temptation in the moment is going to be so sweet. You know that logically. And I agree with you. And I know you're right. And I know you know you're right. But in the moment, how much willpower do you have? Me. I guess we're not going to know until we get there. But I can tell you that I know it's wrong. I can tell you that I'm not planning on doing it. And if it crosses my brain, you come yell at me again. But I won't be able to sleep at night. I mean, that's 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 gonna I can't no. It's not worth it. Not if you want to do it right, not if you want to succeed. So I guess where we're at at this point is uh, we're going to need, you know, go out there and do it. You can't use this as an excuse not to go out and act. I have to go out and talk to people and be honest and be genuine. Devil's advocate, you better fucking just be genuine. Just, Just be honest and be genuine. Don't take advantage of people. You were raised better than that. Don't do it. Me. I don't plan on it. I don't plan on it. And let's also briefly just go over how good... It, the, the difference in feeling from making 10 grand on somebody who you have a, a good relationship with and you know you treated with the best of your ability and making 15 20 grand on somebody that you know you screwed over it's 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 so different it's i it's so much yes i i will be honest and i will be genuine it's just so much better that way it really is the the it's just a lightness in your shoulders you can walk away with no weight happy proud and that's what you need to keep going and that's why i'm here is trying to figure out how i can go and that's how i go that's how i go the point of this conversation was to figure out if i should go forward and if i do go forward how can i do that loosely and fluidly and with conviction 
And the answer to that question is be honest and be genuine and don't take advantage of people. Devil's advocate, yes. Good. Well, let's see. Go do it. Go do it then. Me. All right. I'm going to do it. I appreciate you.